Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. For the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hi-O Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness, have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Faster, boy, faster! Pop Hendricks owned a small ranch in the foothills of Red Rock Range. It fronted the main road between Clemens and Buena Vista. And although the distance in either town was equal, Pop generally rode down to Buena Vista whenever he bought supplies. The reason for his choice was simple. Pop loved to talk. He liked to tell and retell stories of his adventurous youth. But what good is talking unless there's someone to listen? There was usually a small crowd lounging around the iron stove in Sam Paxton's general store. As he entered the front door, Pop Hendricks gave his potential audience a cheerful greeting. Hi, boys! What you say, Hendricks? Biggest liar in Clemens County. (laughs) Watch that! No, 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 nothing, Pop. Just picking out a brand that'll fit a cagey old critter like you. <laughs> Where's Sam? Hey, right here, Pop. What can I do for you? I've got some trading to do. Here's a list. Here's a dinero to pay for it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, bacon, beans, flour, 
Cornmeal? Oh, yeah. Before you start putting all that truck together, Sam, better throw me a slab of chaw on the back of it. Here you are. Thanks. Yeah. Well, your taste's good. Ran out of the stuff about four days ago. Uh, put your order in the bag, Pop. Uh, will you wait? Sure, I'll wait. Hey, that plug at the back is kind of a tight fit for your shirt pocket, ain't it, Pop? <laughs> yeah, it is. Sort of a tight fit. I'll get up. Tight fit? Say, that reminds me. Oh, here you go. Did I ever tell you fellas about the time I was driving the overland mail from Smoky Hill to Denver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've heard it about 15,000 times. I know every word of that story by heart. No, 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 not every word. Uh, Pop adds a hundred more engines every time he tells it. <laughs> it's the truth. And if you young whippersnappers would just... What is a story, Pop? I've never heard it. Oh, engine? There you are, Pop. Most likely, this is the only hombre in the new United States and Kennedy that ain't heard about how he used to drive the overland. <laughs> well, go, go on, Mr. Hendricks. Tell me about it. Well, this tobacco being a tight fit in my shirt pockets, what made me think of it? You don't need anything to make you think of that tale. <laughs> well, like I was saying, I had an experience back in 53 that ain't never been equal. It sure ain't. Oh, yeah. Well, go on, go on. Well, I was driving a stagecoach for the Overland Company. Had the run between Smoky Hill and Denver. Lots of wild Indians in that country in those times. So touring a stage was a pretty dangerous job. Took a cool head and plenty of nerve. I'll bet it did. Some of the drivers were scared of that Smoky Hill to Denver run. But not me. I had a team of six of the finest horses west of the Mississippi. And a Concord stage that was built like a baby buggy. Still got that old stage, too. Charge my ranch right now. You ought to come out there hey, sometime. Uh, 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 stick to the story, Pop. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one morning in the spring of uh, 52. I just drove into Smoky Hill from Denver. Hadn't even unhitched the team yet. The superintendent walked up at me and he says, Hendricks, he says, we've got a lot of United States mail piled up here that has to leave for Denver right away. Why ain't somebody taking it out, I says. Because every driver here is afraid to make the run, he says. Real disgusted like. Mm-hmm. Well, then he went on and explained the reason. There'd been a lot of engine raiding at Black Canyon Pass. Stages wrecked, drivers killed. So you offered to take the mail to Denver? Sure I did, even though I'd just come back from a trip. You see, the Overland had a kind of slogan. United States mail must go... Huh? Well, if there was danger from the engines, weren't you afraid? Oh, not a bit. The Redskin never lived that could scare me. I just fed and watered my team, turned the Concord around and told the boys to load her up. And then what happened? Well, I pulled out of Smoky Hill that morning and drove steady for three days and nights. Never slept a wink. Never slept. How about the horses? All that team of mine was used to things like that. I'd trained them to settle down to a steady jog for two or three hours so they could sleep. <laughs> what? What? You mean to say horses pulled the stage and slept at the same time? Well, sure. I trained them to do it. <laughs> go on, go on. Long about sundown of the third day, I come to the head of Black Canyon Pass. Well, that's where the engines were. But I didn't know it right then. I was tooling along at a good clip when all of a sudden I heard a blood-curdling yell high up on the mountain to my right. It was Indians, all right. Hundreds of them. How many hundred, Pop? Oh, must have been at least 500. <laughs> what were they doing? Rolling a big boulder down onto the road. A rock that was four times bigger than the coach I was driving. They blocked the road. Yeah, that was the idea. Because the pass right at that point was just wide enough for a stage to get through. Did they do it? Not quite. That big boulder rolled right down plumb into the middle of the road. 
and it only left a narrow gap between there and the mountain. So you were forced to pull up and stop. Well, maybe that's what an ordinary driver would have done, but not me. What do you mean? I took in the situation like a flash and decided what to do. I just grabbed all the lines in my left hand and reached for the whip with my right. I sent it spinning out over the heads of my team, and it cracked like a pistol. Well, the horses knew what that meant. They stretched their legs, and we headed for that narrow gap like we were shot out of a gun. Well, I thought you said the gap was too narrow for the coach to go through. It was. You couldn't have squeezed that conquered through there with a shoehorn. Well, then how did you ever get... I remember the slogan of the Overland. The United States Mayor must... What? <laughs> well, so I knew I had to do it some way. And what happened? Well, the horses went through all right, but the coach was too wide. It was a good thing I'd remembered to pack all the mailbags in the booth right under the front seat. When we hit that gap, we were going so fast that the boulder pulled that stage right in two, clean as a whistle. Then you were wrecked and the Indians... No, I weren't wrecked. The coach was cut in two. Just the rear half stuck in the gap. And then what did you do? By Juniper, I did what any real driver would do. I drove on into Denver on the two front wheels. (laughs) I've never heard anything like that before. And you never will again. Drove on into Denver on the two front wheels. Bob, you can really tell. <laughs> it's a good story, old-timer, but oh, now... You one... think it's funny, eh? Well, that's the trouble with you young squirts. Ain't got sense enough to listen to your betters. Here's your order, Pop. Everything's in this sack. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll mosey on back to the ranch. You're not staying in town very long, Pop. I thought you liked Buena Vista. I ain't got nothing against the town, Sam. It's some of the people that's in it. Oh. Nah. Mm. Uh, miss. Hello, <laughs> 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 Pop. <laughs> he drove on into Denver on the two front wheels. Oh, oh, I've heard a lot of stories, but that one tops them all. <laughs> it takes old Pop to tell the big ones. <laughs> Say, did the old man really used to drive a stage on that Overland run? Sure, he used to be a stage driver and a good one, too. <laughs> All of Pop's stories are based on fact. Uh, he just stretches them a little bit. <laughs> I wonder if he really did have a run-in with some engines in Black Canyon. Yes, I think he did. And they wrecked his coach. Uh, maybe not exactly the way he tells it. <laughs> he, he said something about having that stage at his range. Yeah, that's right. He's got it out there. All patched up and standing by the corral. Seen it dozens of times. I think when Pop got too old to drive anymore, the Overland Company gave him that stage to keep. Does he ever use it? Oh, he hasn't got any horses to pull it. If you did try it, the old buggy would probably fall apart. Drove <laughs> on into Denver on the two front wheels. <laughs> you can cut off my ears, boys. Now I've heard everything. <laughs> oh, oh, you critter. Oh, three horses hitched to the corral. Ain't expecting anybody. Wonder who's here. Hello, Pop. Well, I'll be... The Lone Ranger. We've been making ourselves at home, Pop. I hope you don't mind. Federation, of course I don't mind. Powerful glad to see you. Hi, Tonto. How you been? Uh, me plenty good, Pop. My <laughs> Juniper, I'm sure glad to see you. Come on in the house now, rustle some grub. I'm afraid Tonto and I won't have time for that. I uh, want you to meet a friend of mine. Now come here, Dan. Oh, sure. Dan, this is Pop Hendricks. You've heard me speak of him many times. Oh, I sure have. This is Dan Reed, Pop. Well, put her there, partner. <laughs> You're a mighty fine-looking young'un. Thank you. I uh, have a favor to ask of you, Pop. Why, anything, anything at all. Tonto and I are going up to see the sheriff at Clemens. He sent for us. We may be busy for a few days. I wonder if Dan could stay here with you until we get back. Why, sure he can. 
I'd be tickled to death to have the boy stay here as long as he wants to. Oh, gee, thanks. And that's settled. That is, if he can stand living with a crotchety old buzzard like me. I think you two will get along all right. Oh, sure we will. I like it here. Say, I noticed an old stagecoach down by the corral. Sure as a swallow. Son, wonder... you're talking about the finest Concorde that ever turned a wheel. Did you ever drive it, Mr. Hendricks? Uh, drive it? Say, that reminds me... Did I ever tell you fellas about the time I was driving the Overland Mail from Smoky Hill to Denver? Oh, yes, yes, Papa. <laughs> I think Tunnel and I have heard about it several times. But uh, Dan might like to hear the story. Oh, gee, I sure would. Well, you, you mean you really want to hear about the time I drove that stage from Smoky Hill to Denver? Well, of course I do. Well, come on, Dan, my boy. We'll go right down there and set up on the boot of the coach, and I'll tell you all about it. All right. Wait till I fight off a chore on my eating tobacco. Can't tell a story without a chore on my face. Say, where's Smoky Hill? Just this side of the Missouri River. I'm sure Dan will be in good hands until we get back. Uh, Here, Silver. Come, Scout. Pop loves to tell that story. Dan has never heard it before. He'll get along fine. Steady, big fella. Pop Hendricks, plenty good man. Sometimes him stretch truthfully. Yes, but it doesn't hurt anyone. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Kirby's house, Tonto. We go to the back door. Uh-huh. Oh, who's the Who's got The sheriff would never have sent for us unless it was important. I'd rather talk to him before anyone else sees us. Uh-huh. Come on, Kimasabi. Strange. Maybe he isn't here. The door isn't locked. We'll go in and wait for him. Ah. Evidently, he hasn't been gone very long. There's a cigar still burning here on the desk. Uh, what do we do? We'll wait, at least for a little while, Tonto. He'll likely be right back. We might as well sit down. Kimasabi, uh, uh, what do you think Dan do at Pop Hendrick's ranch for now? I don't know, but it's a safe bet he's still listening to one of Pop's stories. I understand why Sheriff Kirby isn't here. He knew we were coming. Uh-huh. Me take a look around. There's only two rooms in the house. Where'd this door go? I think that's a closet of some sort, Tonto. The sheriff keeps extra clothes in there and... Uh, let me see if... I... Oh. Tonto. Uh, man fall out. Him tied hand and foot. The sheriff. He's not only tied up, he's been shot. He's dead. Oh. Reach. Get your claws up. He's back of us, Tonto. Get him up. Or I'll put a load of daylight through both of you. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. Opening a closet door in the office of Sheriff Kirby, the Lone Ranger and Tonto made a gruesome discovery. The dead body of the sheriff, bound hand and foot, fell at their feet. While they were examining the dead man, an outer door opened and they were covered by guns aimed at their back. You always heard me. Get your flippers up in the air. Do what he says, Tonto. If he's alone, we'll make a play for time. Uh. I said get him up. We can't very well argue with a gun at our back. Stand up and turn around. 
Both of you. Mast. Oh, an outlaw, huh? And an engine. A couple of sneaking varmints, if I ever saw any. We seem to have found good company. Take off that mask. I'd rather not. Oh, yeah? Ten to one, you and the Redskin are a couple of cow country road agents. Take off the mask. Strange that a smart man like you would ask me to lower my hands, even as far as my face. Well, then I'll take it off. And your face with it. That's what I've been hoping for, Toto. <laughs> he asked for that, and he took his eyes off my hands and walked close to me. Uh-huh. You hit him on head plenty hard. I wonder who he is. Him, Crook. He's not one of Kirby's deputies, I know that. The sheriff has been murdered, so I... Wait a minute. His face is familiar. I've seen it somewhere, and... I know, those circulars over on the desk. Here it is. Wanted for murder and bank robbery. Austin Crowley. His handbills from a sheriff in the southern part of the state. It says Crowley generally works with a gang... And last seen, he headed north with Bart Lester, an escaped convict. If apprehended, hold and notify Sheriff of Clay County. Hmm. Take his guns, Toto. Yeah, me get him. We'll wait till Mr. Crowley regains consciousness, then ask him a few questions. Uh, He's coming around now, Toto. Feeling any better, Austin? Hey, hey, what? I remember now. The masked hombre. You slugged me. In the future, Austin, you'd better not stand too close to a man who's taller than you are. How do you know my name? Where's Bart? Bart who? Lester. I don't know what you're talking about. You'd better talk. I'm holding the guns now. Hey, who are you anyway? How do you know Bart's name or mine? I make it my business to know names. Oh, yeah? Well, just because you and the engine are a couple of two-bit road agents, and you happen to stumble in here and find the sheriff's beefed, you can't... You expect... killed him, didn't you? Oh, what of it? That don't cut you and the redskin in on anything. Maybe it does. Where's Bart Lester? I don't know. But in that case, you're of no use to me. I'll find Bart without your help. And I'll let you join Sheriff Kirby... Time up, Toto. Uh, you mean you're going to plug me? That's what you did to Kirby. The only difference is you're being tied up now instead of later. What good will that do? Hurry up, Toto. I want to get this over with and get out of here. Uh, me fix it. No, no. No, no. Don't do it. I'll tell you where Bart is. I'll even take you there. Well, that's better. But first, I want to know why you murdered the sheriff. Well, I had to. We was figuring a job here in Clemens, and then we got a tip the sheriff here knew we were in this part of the country. Who's we? Well, Bart, me... And the rest of the gang. How many? Oh, must be 15 or 20 of us. And where are they now? In a hideout north of town. I'm interested in that job you were figuring on. What is it? Uh, guess as long as you're cutting yourself in, you might as well know. It's a cattleman's bank. Hold up, huh? No. Bart figured out a slick one. He'll tell you about it. I'd rather hear it from you. We're going to do it tonight. There's a $25,000 payroll in the bank safe. Safe blowing's a dangerous job. In more ways than one. Oh, not the way Bart handles it. He never blows one of them iron boxes anywhere near a town so the explosion could be heard. No? Well, if you know Bart, you know how he works. No, I don't. But I'm anxious to learn. Turn him loose, Tonoff. Uh, you mean I can leave? As far as I'm concerned. Well, aren't you going with me? I thought you wanted to see Bart. I do. I'll be waiting for you tonight. 
Outside the bank. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'll, I'll tell Bart about meeting up with you. You can tell him something else, too. I've dealt myself in this game, and I'm going to play out my hand. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I'll tell him. Why you let Crook get away? Because I'm sure he's convinced you and I are outlaws. Well, how that helped catch other crooks? Bart Lester has 15 or 20 men in his gang. Sheriff Kirby's dead, and there's no way to form a posse. The only way we can beat them is with some kind of a trap. Oh, with what? I don't know, Tonto, but we've got to think of something. It wasn't my fault, Bart. Honest, it wasn't. I tell you to beef that lawman and then hang around there so nobody will find out after the job tonight. Well, that's what I did. So you let some critter that's masked take your guns away. I couldn't help it, Bart. There were two of them against me. Maybe, uh, maybe this masked hombre's a friend of yours. He asked about you. And maybe he's just a penny any crook trying to cut in on some big money. He's going to wait for us down by the bank. Yeah, I hope he does. Because I'm giving orders right now to plug anybody who even looks like he's wearing a mask. You hear that, boys? Yeah. All right, on your horses, let's ride. Come on, get up there. Now keep them horses quiet. Back that wagon up here to the door. All right, come on. Back up there. Back up there. Now, eight or ten of you push that door in and get to work. Move fast, we ain't got all night. All right, boys, ready? Once more. Again. That's it. Now hurry it up. All right, all right. I guess that masked hombre ain't going to show up, Bart. He'd better not. I've got guards posted all around this place. They'll drop the first thing it moves, including a masked man or an engine. Um, maybe he was just bluffing. Lucky for you, he was. We've got it, Bart. Into the wagon with it. Couple of you stay there so it won't roll. All right, now whip that team. Rest you, mount your horse, and stay behind it. Keep your guns handy, men. Don't be afraid to use them. Come on, get up. So that's the scheme. Instead of trying to blow the safe while it's in the bank, they carry it away. Uh-huh. Now Crook go to hideout, huh? There's no way we can stop them unless... Otto, uh-huh. there's only one road out of here. That goes down to the valley. That's right. That wagon with a heavy iron safe can't leave the road. So they'll have to pass over the stone bridge below Pop Hendrick's place. That's right, but... Here, Silver. Come, Scout. Take every shortcut you can, Tonto. Get to Buena Vista. See the sheriff there. Tell him to round up all the men he can and come to the stone bridge. Steady, big fella. And what you do? I'll meet you there. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Guess it's about time for you to hit the hay, Dan. Getting sleepy? Oh, I don't want to go to bed yet. Can't you tell me some more about when you were driving the Overland stage? Well, let me see. I gotta have another chore of tobacco first. I can't talk hey, unless wait. I... Somebody just rode off. I can't figure who'd be out here this time of night. Lone Ranger. I thought you said you'd be gone for two or three days. Uh, Yanger man just robbed the cattleman's bank up at Clemens. Well, I'll be... You can help us catch them. Sure, wait till I get my rifle. No, Pop. All I want you to do is drive that stagecoach of yours down toward Buena Vista. Drive the stage? Why, sure. 
No, I can't do it. I haven't got a team of horses on the place. Yes, you have. We'll harness Silver and Victor. Victor? Come on, Dan. You're going with us. Oh, sure. Well, we've got to hurry and get the horses harnessed. Every second counts. <laughs> up there on the boot, Pop, and grab the lines. I don't understand what you're trying to do, but I guess it's all right. Just drive, Pop, drive. Tool this stage like you used to on the Overland Mail. Dan and I'll stay in the saddles on Silver and Victor, but you do the driving. Which way are we heading? Down the main road toward Buena Vista. Sure thing. Oh, no, wait. We can't do it. I just remembered that stone bridge that crosses the creek about a mile below here. It's too narrow. This Concord will never get through. That's all right. Don't worry. Well, I tell you, the bridge is too narrow. Pop, you've been telling people for years how you drove this same stage through a narrow gap like the bridge. Yes, sir, and I can do it again. All right, let's go. Yippee! You heard what he said, Concord. We're going to roll again just like we used to do. Come on, you horses. Pick him up. Get up there. <laughs> I know you do it, Pop. But the bridge is plugged now. Nobody can go either way. Good. Tato. Oh, here comes Tato. Oh, Scout. Oh, Father. Oh, oh. He tells Sheriff Kimasabi. Him right behind with plenty big posse. You hear him? Get the harness off Silver and Victor, Dan. Sure. And they're here ahead of Bart Lester and his gang. Everything worked perfectly. Say, will somebody tell me what this is all about? You'll find out in just a few minutes, Pop. Tell the Sheriff the bridge is blocked. And the outlaws coming from Clemens can't get past or around it. A posse can easily surround them. Come, Dan, Toto. Come on, Silver. Come on, Victor. Get him up, Scout. Here comes Pop Hendricks now. Hiya, Pop. Hey, Pop. Everybody in town's talking about what happened down by your place last night. Is it right the sheriff captured a whole gang of bank robbers? Yeah. That's straight out. I heard the sheriff say the two of them coyotes are going to hang for killing a lawman up in Clemens. That's right. But he said he never would have nailed them if you hadn't bottled them up by plugging the bridge with the old stagecoach of yours. Yeah, I guess the sheriff knows what he's talking about. You're about the most important man in Buena Vista now, Pop. Say, uh, where'd you get the horses to pull that coach? Borrowed them from some friends. Friends who don't want their names mentioned. But I don't understand how you did it. Lord Thunderation, you fellas make me sick. It's the same thing I've been trying to tell you for 20 years. Just like the time I drove into Denver on the two front wheels. Oh,
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.